and we're back with another episode of the Gossip Chronicles with your host, Jen. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gossip Chronicles. Thank you guys so much. I know that you guys um, understand that V is stepping away, so um, we are going to move forward with some co-hosts. So our first co-host is my girl, Leslie. Hello. And I kind of just wanted to like, give you a fun little introduction about Leslie. She is a wine-loving. Absolutely. Sex in the city. 100%. Makeup-wearing. 100%. Just a fun-ass girl all the way around. Well, thank you. So she is going to fill in today, and we are going to go over the most awkward-est topic I feel like could be on the board right now, which is bum, 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 online dating. Ugh. The Gosh. dreadful online dating. Uh, it's miserable. <laughs> it's miserable out there as a single person. So... I kind of wanted to go over this topic just because, you know, I tend to always ask our listeners to chime in into things that they want to hear about. And a couple of them were talking about dating in your 30s or let alone just online dating in general. And I feel like it's like a trend now, online dating, right? Yeah. Everyone's doing it. All ages, really. Right. And I feel like there's so many different platforms that you can go to. It's not just like one. You know, before I think... When I was still single, mind you, I've been in a relationship for the last, like, eight years. So I am very far from online dating. So I'm going to be talking to my girl from, like, her view and her view only. But I feel like there's a lot of platforms that you can use. So there's, like, Match, Hinge. Tinder, Hinge, OkCupid, Plenty of Fish. Oh, my gosh. um, eHarmony. Now there's some, like, more elite-style... Uh, dating apps, uh, My League, Elite Singles. There's... Christian Mingle, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> there's the Farmers app, which I've never, I've, I have not resorted to that quite yet. But um, yeah, you name it, they've probably got it. Yeah, and I think that's, I guess the cool thing is that there's a variety for everybody. But I think what it is just in general is that it's setting the tone that dating in this era is so hard. It's so hard. It's Absolutely. not the same. I remember, mm-hmm. so I did not meet my significant other on a dating app. I met him at a bar. <laughs> the organic, natural way. Yes. Yes. Drunken night at a bar and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. But that's the crazy thing is nowadays I feel like that's just not the way you can do it. And that's why you have reverted to online dating. Yeah. So it's, it's really sad because like even when I just live my normal life day to day, like it's not like guys approach me anymore. Like guys would approach me more when I was younger, but nowadays it's like, hello, like I'm, I'm doing my own thing. I'm, I'm going to the gym. I'm getting outside of the house, but it's like not enough. Which is crazy. Okay. So backstory about me and Leslie. I met Leslie when I was, oh my gosh, oh my gosh I think around 20. 
24, 23, 24 years old. I think so. Because I think I had just turned 21. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And we used to do cosmetics together. She used to work at the Chanel counter, and I used to work at the Benefit counter. And I saw this girl just tall and blonde, and I was like, I feel like we could be friends. Like, I felt like we could vibe. And when I say that, I forced myself to, like, hang out with this girl. We went to clubs. We did dancing. We got white girl wasted Uh, we've had so many fun nights that i cannot even you're forgetting the one of the most important parts remember the in tlc scrubs yes we would be playing music there at the counters and you know i loved scrubs and it's kind of like got a great message it's an anthem for sure it's an anthem and so you saw me like breaking my dance trying to be like the music video and scrubs and that i don't know i think that brought us closer yeah i don't (laughs) i don't even know what it is like it's just you know when you meet somebody and you're like okay cool we can vibe and we vibed and the rest is history you know we've known each other for an extremely long time crazy yeah and our lives like so for instance she lived here and then I moved to her home state. Yes, so California. Um, I moved to her home state of Arizona, and she still lived here in California, and it was like a switcheroo because when she finally moved back to Arizona, I came back to to California. It was, like, crazy. Yeah. But nonetheless, my girl, like, I know she's a good time. I know what she (laughs) has to offer, So that's the concept of the whole situation is, like, when we would go out dancing on nights, when guys would come up to us, it was, like, different because I don't feel that same vibe anymore. Like, and, of course, I'm I'm not available. I'm off the market. Well, and we also aren't, like, going dancing all the time anymore. Now it's more, like wineries right (laughs) which is a total down a total downer compared to (laughs) we love our wines yes but I think that's the thing is like okay just because you're at a winery doesn't necessarily mean there's no single men yes it shouldn't like stop someone right like finding someone yeah so if you had to say like today's market what would you say your go-to online dating app would be oh gosh um if I'm not bitter about the whole process um I do I have to say okay cupid um which I'm currently not on as of right now but in the past I remember like you know, they would ask you a lot of random questions to kind of so get to know create you. your profile. Like, right. like you know, small questions like, "Do you prefer a dog over a cat?" Or oh, like, which is very important. Yes, which could make or break a lot of things. Just like, but like tons of those kind of questions. Right. And you were able to actually see the answers on like you know, the guy that you're seeking, like, their profile. Right. So So if I had to ask you, what is your ideal pet, um, a dog or a cat? You have to only pick one. Okay. You know, in the past, it would be a harder answer for me. But as of now, um, I 
am confident to say it would be a cat, first and foremost. <laughs> See, it's crazy because I do not like cats. I like, know. It's weird because, like, we have our things, but, like, I think the reason why is because my mom hated cats growing up. Yeah. But I love me just a good, solid dog. and But I will say cats are way cleaner yeah. than dogs, but I I don't know. It's I don't know. teach it their cats, own. It, it there's different things, but the way that I look at it nowadays is if a person, like, if a guy is an animal lover. Right. Either or. Like, I don't care what you love. But, a gerbil. Yeah, but to have, like, feelings and empathy for something other than themselves. Right. <laughs> that makes a you great know, point, yes. It's, it's kind of, it's a good brownie point because I feel like you can get... A good sense of the type of person he is. I like that. I you know. I agree. I agree. Um, and from my experience, like some people I have dated in the past that you know just say they like animals, but they don't actually have an animal. Like I, it's, it's like you. I don't know. I feel like, like are they just telling me what I want to hear versus <laughs> like their true actions? So. Right. But also, if they currently have an animal of some sort, of course, you're going to feel like they actually care about another being. Right. So if someone you know. came to you and said, hey, I have this gerbil that I've had for like 16 <laughs> years. I cannot live without my gerbil. Would you allow them to like... 100%. I love it. <laughs> we can get them a new cage and some new shavings <laughs> and like a toy or something. Like, I... I I like had, how you just know what their habitat needs. <laughs> I used to have hamsters when I was real little. So I can you know, gerbils and hamsters. Yes. Um, but that is a turn on for me. And that's like a brownie point in my eyes. Well, that's good. I feel like since there is so many online dating, it's almost like the options are endless. So where would you say, like, if someone was to come to you and is like, hey, I'm freshly single and I'm thinking about getting back out in the dating world, what would you say your, like, first top three dating apps would be? My first top three. Um, again, I would recommend OkCupid um, just because of the the different topics that it could cover. Mm -hmm. um, I do like Hinge in that, you know, it can, it, it allows you to put on your profile either like a comment or a thought rather than only images. Okay. So like you can, um, the other person can comment or like, certain thoughts about kind of what's weird, on yeah. your profile. So you, if you put a comment like, hey, I'm hungry. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, are you ready for dinner? Huh? Yeah. You'd be like, okay, I'm hungry too. Where are you taking me? You know? That's the Applebee's, hello. <laughs> yes. So yeah. like, would you be a stickler to that? That's another thing is like, I feel like the ultimate question is, is where do you go on a first date? So, like, especially with somebody that you're, it's almost like when you're on these dating apps. And mind you, I've never been on a dating app. So, my thought process is, is like, it's almost like a, like a menu for food. Mm -hmm. So, you look at these pages and you're like, that looks tasty. Uh -huh. That looks tasty. <laughs> that looks, 
absolutely uh-huh. delicious. I'm going to give yes. it a double tap. <laughs> but, like, that's kind of, like, the thought process I have is that it's almost, like, what you're seeing at eye level. So, it's almost, like, attractiveness. But, uh-huh. like, how do you go beneath that and, okay, hey, we're going to go to the local Sizzlers or uh-huh. Applebee's or BJ's. If someone was to say that to you and they're like, hey, I just kind of want to see if we have good conversation. Can we go to In-N-Out? Would you be, like, off by that? Um, It would honestly throw me off for a little <laughs> bit because I would – I guess my first thought is, like – A fancy dinner? Well, no. Um, Like, appetizers and a few drinks I think is a good, like, first meeting. Like, what it if I brought four locos to In-N-Out? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> We're getting turns up. <laughs> I mean, you had me at In and Out. Like you you're making me really rethink this because I'm down for a burger. Like let's Absolutely. just go to the liquor store after and yes. then just grab a drink and talk in the parking lot. Absolutely. You know, to be creative. I mean, I I'd probably be down for that, but I mean, I don't think a first date nowadays has to be a full-on, like, meal, you know? so that's where I'm going to stop you because I feel like, and don't get me wrong, I love The Bachelorette. I love Love at First, what is it, Sight Uh or whatever it is. Love is Blind or something. But I feel like they glamorize it. So they make it seem like when you go on these first dates that they have to be extraordinary or like especially the bachelorette and the bachelor because they have like these 12 people all in one home and the dates are just beyond what you would ever expect for your first date like I would never think of like yachting on my first date in a fucking beautiful countryside and then having a picnic with gourmet foods like that doesn't happen in real life I feel like the expectations are just not realistic. Absolutely not. So why can't you meet somebody at In-N-Out and have four logos and talk uh-huh. about what craziness you went through in life, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, I totally agree. I don't – that's why I'm not, like, so picky on the first, like, where it needs to be. But, like – it needs to be somewhere other I mean for me personally rather than just like that person's home right you know? that's my like, number one thing let's not just, go to the homes come on like I feel like things could easily escalate and that's even and that's too. just like you don't you're not trying to if you're looking for an actual relationship I feel like that needs to be a little special or yes you know hold it in a like sacred place absolutely but that's the thing is when is it okay to set boundaries and when not and I think that's the number one thing now is you know I have a couple of friends that are are single and they're also online dating or they're just out there dating in general and the thing is is everybody wants to know your socials right away like what's your social media social media social media Uh and I feel like they gravitate toward your social media to almost gauge who are you and that's the thing is typically us women we tend to put more um things that we hold sacred to our heart our family our friends people we've known for decades years milestones and we post those on our socials and you know, you have these random men who are like, hey, what's your social media? And it's almost like 
you don't want to be that person that doesn't give it to them because then there's the potential of them losing interest. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like, I don't want you to know my life. Yeah. I don't know if you're a mask murderer. What the fuck? Well, and like, in my opinion, okay, if you want to like scroll more pictures of me, just fucking ask me. Right. Like, okay, if if you want another picture that's not on my profile, ask me. Or here's the concept. Make a date. Yes. And set to it and try to meet me in person. Like, instead of Instead of doing this, like, dragging it out, let me see your social, let me keep, you know, trolling on you. Like, come on, like, are you interested or are you not? Because I'm not here to waste anybody's time. Well, and I think that's the number one goal key is because are you wanting to know me in the real or are you wanting to know me in the socials? Because. No offense, because I am a very big believer of all these filters, okay? Do not get me twisted. 100%. Yes. I they love it. Fun. I love it. You want to snatch my face? Please yeah. do so. I don't want to put any makeup on, exactly. but I want to look like I did. <laughs> yes, it's but, fun to play around with. But my the concept of it is, is obviously the people that follow you know the real you, and that's why they are friends with you on your private social medias. But at the same time, you have this random person and it's like, do you want to know the fun me? Do you want to know the like, hey, I want to look sexy today, but I feel myself. So I'm going to throw a filter on. Or do you want to know me when like, you know, hey, I just finished yoga and I'm so sweaty and hot. And this is what I look like when I get out of the gym. Yeah. Like it's almost like you don't want to show the real you because you're scared of what they're going to think of you. And you shouldn't be like that. There's a lot of judgment out there. Even like. And let me tell you, it doesn't matter how old the person is, how old the guy is, specifically. Um, I've had the experience of a a guy I started messaging on on Hinge. um, And quickly, he, like, he was like, ugh, I hate this app. Do you have Instagram? Which is horrible. And I was like, oh, my God. Instantly, eye roll. Right. And I'm thinking, okay. Insert eye roll. Yes. (laughs) He just wants another follower. So, you know, I got tired of just saying yes. And instead, I thought, no, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell him, um, communicating on another app seems like the same thing in my eyes. Like, I'd rather just get to know you on Hinge, which is what I paid for. Exactly. And I'd probably have more respect for him if he just came out and asked for my phone number, but he didn't. Um, Turns out he instantly unmatched me and said that I'm unattractive anyways. So that's what pisses me off. Okay, so when my dear friend sent me messages about this, the, like, utter, like, horror in my core... I just wanted to literally, like, jump through the phone and, like, be her nine-saving armor, as I say. Yeah. But I think what it is is because you are so sweet and innocent sometimes, and I am, like, not. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like I want to protect those that are in those situations. And mother effer, how dare you block me before I got the chance to at least argue back with you or, like, give you a good comeback. Exactly, Like, how dare you not allow me that chance to, like, battle you. Yeah. But shame on him. I'm not going to lie. Shame on him for getting mad at you. It's almost like a 10-year-old. You're not going to talk to me. Okay, I'm not going to be your friend. 
Exactly. That Like, you're a grown man, and if that was his sister, his mother, his aunt, whatever, on, right. how would you feel if someone said and right. did the same things? Right. And um, just for those who, I'm not sure if I've mentioned, but on Hinge, after you unmatch someone, you can no longer communicate to that person whatsoever. So I had, I did not have the ability to send a message, a rebuttal or whatever. Um, but yeah, and it, and to think that he was like a few years older than me, it just truly shows you that like age doesn't really matter the maturity or not. You no, know, absolutely not. And you know what? Sometimes as the older they get, the worse they get. I'm not going to even <laughs> lie. But I think for me, that's why like sometimes I see the world in your eyes and I'm like, thank God. No offense to you, friend, but thank God I'm not single in this era. (laughs) Yes. Like, even if I was to become single in this era, I don't think I can go through the whole online dating because, for one, just the magnitude of dating apps, there's a lot to, like, digest and, like, which one's best for me, which one's not, which one's beneficial, which one's not, but... Well, and then all the the shit you have to weed through you right, know like yes. you know the people who aren't in your preferences but will still kind of like chime their way in or on tinder quite often i'll get you know like a couple like hey we're looking for a third party like stop it no i'm dead serious oh it's, it's pretty entertaining i thought that oh, was like yes. Craigslist days no and, and like a lot of times they'll have a picture of the couple as their profile picture and then you read the bio and they're like we're just we're just a couple looking to I think and it's it's just entertaining to me but I'm sure there are people out there that are willing and wanting right to partake in that but that's just not the rebel is not fun not my cup of tea (laughs) not what I'm going for You know? Right. I just, I feel like what it is, is also is like, you're trying to find your forever. You're trying to find your person, your Prince Charming, your person like, hey, it's a rainy Sunday. Let's watch movies and cuddle. Yes. You know, all of the things. And um, I feel like what it is, is just you want to kind of go through your own checklist without having a checklist. Oh, it's God. like you don't That's want like... to have a checklist because yes. you don't want to look then, like that person. Because then you you get sucked into like wanting your checklist, which I... All of us girls have one. But, and I'm very guilty of it. Like when I'm on a dating app, I'm like, I'm strict on my checklist. But then like I'm on a bowling league on the side and I can meet some people organically in the wild and they're not in the wild they're (laughs) they're you know not part of my checklist whatsoever right but then but that's the organic part about it yeah but then you see their personality right yes yes and then I'm like thinking to myself like why do I do I like him? Like, should I be liking him? But he's not in my checklist. But, but what am I feeling? Like, he's making me laugh. Like, I, why am I like so hesitant? But this isn't like what I envisioned for myself. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm like in this weird limbo where I just, you know why to, you know why see what happens. It's because when you're online dating, you go, you don't get to see an actual 
um, personality. You get to, no, yeah. they get to describe themselves. True. Anybody can describe themselves. You can have somebody oh, yeah. who's depressed and angry and grumpy all the time, but they say, I'm a bright light of fresh air, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then when you meet them, you're like, you are not uh, what you are in your bio. Yeah. But when you meet somebody organically. Or you talk on the phone, they could be total assholes. Exactly. That's majority of the population these days. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing is when you meet somebody organically, it's like they don't have time to present themselves. It's like all or nothing. This is who I am. This is my personality. And it is what it is. Take it or leave it. And I think that is why meeting somebody organically can be the best option. Yeah. But I do know people who have met like on Match.com and have had success stories. Yes. So I've I've known multiple people, but for some reason, like to think about it, I've been on and off dating apps for at least ten years. Oh, gosh, which is not that be a drag. Yeah, that's it's disgusting. And it's, it's like, like you're always presenting yourself. Yes. You're always like it's kind of like work. You know, you want to put your best your best face forward, and it's like this is my professional side, and I'm uh-huh. a team player, yeah. and I'm gonna answer all my calls, and. Yeah. But it's like sometimes you just want to put the other mask on, which is like, don't fuck with me. No. <laughs> and the longer I'm on there, the bitter and more apt to like talking back to the person. So what would you say is your number one thing that you don't like about online dating? Um, Or like when you met somebody and maybe uh-huh. like you got into a relationship with them and like you only met them for like maybe a couple of months. What would you say is the downfall of it? You know, um, I, for the first time, I experienced love bombing. Which is a huge thing now. And, like, A lot of people didn't know what those were. I didn't realize, like, what was happening. And, and this was, like, fairly recent, like, within the last year. And, like, you know, this person just showered me with flowers every week for, like, a month. And I'm like, okay, that's a little excessive. But... You know, what do I say? I just smile and, like, thank you so much. And, like, and then before I know it, then all that drops off. And then he's, like, making me feel guilty for things that I shouldn't be feeling guilty about. And I'm, like, what is happening? I've never had this experience with any other guy I've ever dated. Like, I know this isn't a me problem. Like, what? But it made you feel like it wasn't a you problem. Yes. It made me question myself and, like, what? Like, and I didn't, I didn't realize it there at that time. And it wasn't until towards the end of our relationship that I was like, no, you know, this is not, not okay. And I'm not about staying in a relationship like this. Yeah. So if you can hear me pouring, this is wine. More wine. (laughs) And I feel like my friend needs some right now. This is the Murphy Goody, Gotti, Good good Day. Good. But who knows? It's a... It's pretty good. Oh, no, it's a cab... It's It's a Cabernet Cabernet Sauvignon. It's good. This is amazing. But anyways, I feel like she needed that because I did witness, you know, her going through that. And I have to say, like... I remember when you were dating this person and the amount of flowers that you did get. It wasn't just, like, one here and there. It was, like, excessive. Like, once a week, I feel like. And there was one time, I think it was near our one month, he gave me flowers twice in that week. And the second time was a big display. Our bowling league, because I met him in bowling. 
and so once I showed up for the league that night, there was an, yet again another thing of flowers on the table that it's like I was at. Like he had to make it a show for him for friends. He had to show off in front of other people to to win the affection, which instantly I was like, Okay, you just got me flowers yesterday. Like this is unnecessary. from like Vons or Ralph's or whatever. Um, These papers like I do from a have flower say, place. So the one that he brought to bowling, he went to an actual floral shop because okay. that was like a one month thing. And then he wrote a note. Those were actually decent flowers. The rest of the flowers, I come to find out, like he was just getting them from the grocery store, and they were like Ugh. the cheaper ones, right? And. There was one time... Go to Trader Joe's because they have really good flowers. (laughs) No, there were no Trader Joe's quality. But one time I asked him, I was like, oh, it seems like these, like, flowers were smushed into each other because they looked a little haggard. And he came out and said, oh, I bought two different bouquets. And then he put them into one. Uh, he's trying to make it f- like look bigger. But I, I didn't. I wouldn't have known that That's if I didn't stuff in your bra and being like, "Hey, by the way, half of these are real." I was just. I was like, "Okay, that's unnecessary." Thing. It's I'm like, not why do men get away with like the utmost? And us women, it's like. This is what we got. We literally, I it makes me so mad because us women, we're so vulnerable to men. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my face. This is my hair. These are my assets. This is my other asset. <laughs> and it's like, what do men have to show? Like, really, if you really think about it, on a grand scale as women, it's like when you meet a man, you, your criteria is... What's your income? What do you do for a living? Do you own your own home? Are you married? And do you have kids? But with men, for us, it's it's almost like, okay, top looks good, middle looks good, the other yeah. middle looks like, oh, it could use a little work, but uh-huh. the other middle, like, it, we're so judged. And yeah. it's not fair because no. you can have a frumpy man who makes a very good living uh-huh. meet a woman who is like... A 10. A motherfucking uh-huh. 10. <laughs> and he could take her home. Uh-huh. But like with us women who are like, I would say you're a 10. Thank you have you. your own home. Yeah. You have a good job. Thank like you. you actually don't need a man, my friend. You yeah, do not. It, you would love one because you uh-huh. want the companionship. Yes. But at the end of the day, you don't technically need one. Yeah. And that's, I think, is the greater concept of this is like you could become super bitter and yes. be like, I was love bombed. Uh-huh. I was gaslit. I uh-huh. don't want to date again. I'm Xing out all of these online dating apps, and I'm just gonna go to be a hermit and not date for the next 17 years and just be a cat lady. Yeah, which I mean, I'm I'm close to it. You're halfway there, but <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. And it it did take me a little bit to kind of like bounce back and like want what to keeps even you like like pursue looking for a relationship um which is hard because you're a career woman like yeah you have time like to go out dancing like we did when we yeah were you, you I don't and my dancing is me going to the gym to try to get Zumba. back my yes your 20 but <laughs> my, my 20 year old body that's right. like my goal but I also love wine too so it's just it's just a constant cycle but I, I would have to say after that breakup, it was just like, I need to just focus on myself. I'm not 
don't even worry about dating. Right. I just, I wanted to get back into a workout routine, like, feeling good about myself, like, you know, spending time with my cats that... They do need their cuddle time, right. otherwise Rocky gets a little, like, aggressive right. and demanding. And that's not a bad thing, so. you know, because at least you still somewhat have a companionship where, like, yeah. some people, they don't even have that when they've been through so much turmoil. And, you know, I've, unfortunately, have had, like, successful relationships, right? I was, my first relationship was over 10 years my second relationship was four years and then my current relationship was eight years so I'm not necessarily saying like what I'm doing is right because I really don't know but at the same time I I give it to you that you're not giving up because I'm sure it could get overwhelming Mm -hmm. where like you're battling the daily juggles of being a career woman yeah a homeowner uh, a fitness person, somebody who wants to still go travel and, like, do all of these things, but you still want to meet some. So it's yeah. like, where do you fit well, that in? Well, and, you know, I have to, like, so I did I did see a TikTok. That of really course. resonated with me. Our source of news. Um, and, you know, this TikTok, she was talking about how, like, you got to just, like, do things for you. Like, right. Like, if... You know, like, for instance, I'm on a bowling league because that's something I've always enjoyed doing. Like, I'm doing that for me for, like, for the start. Like, it's me and that bowling ball and a (laughs) a glass of beer or something that that's just kind of my escape. That's what I enjoy doing. And then if it does bring someone in my path organically that... I think that's probably the best way to kind of look at it. Right. Is to just allow it to happen naturally. Allow it to happen, but to also like put yourself in situations that are, are just for you. It's not like, oh, I'm doing this just to meet people. It's like, oh, if I meet someone, that's just icing on the cake, but I still enjoy what I'm doing. Right. You know? Because when, if you don't, like, let's just say, for instance, if we were to take out that you were on the bowling league, Uh and you were to just refer back to just online dating, it's almost like, let's just say you're talking to this person on this online app, whatever, this dating app, for, I don't know, like, a week, two weeks, three weeks, when do you know when to give up and when to say, you know what, this isn't going anywhere? Like, you know, I feel like you naturally know that when you see the individual and you're in their space, you can feel their vibe. Oh, yeah. You can feel that they're not connected to you. You can tell that they're not either attracted, whatever it is, conversation sucks. But like when you are technically online dating Uh when do you say like okay I've messaged you six times yeah well you're not responding yeah you know my answer to that would be like I kind of have my own rule like if by my third question to them if they do not come back and ask me something and inquire something about myself then that's where I kind of throw my hands up and like I'm not I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse if I don't feel like you're equally as in, interested, you know. Right. So Well, even especially because you have a photo. Yeah. And all you have is that is it is a yeah. photo. Yeah. It's not the same, you know, no. because even if you were to say, "Hey, like thank you. I see your profile photos, but can you send me more photos?" 
you don't even know necessarily if you're talking to that that very true very true and I guess I I would hope you know even a a little text messaging would eventually lead to like hey I'd love to talk to you on the phone when are you free but the chances of getting that kind of reply, it's mind-blowing how hard it is. To talk to somebody on the phone? To just, you know, have a, I mean, I guess I kind of wait for the guy to be like, hey, I want to talk to you on the phone. Or like, hey, when are, you know, are you right. free Friday night? Like, I, in the past, I've tried initiating that, but I don't want to. I want right. I, I'm looking for a guy that will initiate it. Mm-hmm. And if they aren't, then they're not for me. They're, in my eyes, kind of pussies. And, right. like, I, that's not what, you know, I'd rather be by myself if if someone's not going to have right. enough courage. Yeah. The cojones. You know, okay, what's wild is, like, I think back to when me and my boyfriend met, and I would have to say I was the aggressor. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I saw him across the room, and I was like, okay, hi, hello, who uh-huh. are you? I need to know you. Yes. Um, And I was the one who put that effort in, because he's very much an introvert, so he does not like attention. Yeah. He doesn't really, like, go out of his way. And I feel like, to date, if I didn't do that, we would yeah. not be where we are. But So uh, I feel like you need to know. Like, yeah. I feel like you know, because as soon as I... I let him know I was interested, it changed. Okay, so I was just it, it gonna was, ask you. It was very much like, okay, cool, like, now you have my attention. Yes, right. And then it became, like, easier, because I think what it was is just that initial. And the initial thing. Right. Which I totally get, and there's been times where, like, I will send out the first message, or I'll try to get the conversation going, but, like, at some point, I can't carry all the weight. Right, no. You know? And you shouldn't. You know? Because what right. happened to men courting women? Yeah. Like, I feel like that era is long gone, and it needs to come back. I feel like Like, there's... the way that men speak upon women, like, you're fat, you're ugly, you need to lose weight. Like, what do you have to offer? Right. Please take off that hat. Uh-huh. Please, please stand do. there with no clothes on, and let me analyze let me, what you let got. Let me see that hair under <laughs> that hat. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what I'm saying. It goes back to us being us women, and especially because when we do go out in public, we put on our best outfits. You know, like, think back to when we would go dancing. We would put on an outfit that made us totally. feel good and, like, Put you on know, lashes and yes, eyeliner and, and pounds of makeup and, like, kill yeah. our feet. Oh, my God. Oh, my low. God. The stilettos I used to oh, wear. Good with gosh. Be walking in the streets barefoot so many times. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is, like, like, men, they, when they go, like, let's just say, for instance, if we were to go out to a bar tonight, a man has to just throw on jeans, t-shirt, and a backward hat and, like, some woman in the bar would be like, oh, he's attractive. Us women, we do the most. We put uh-huh. on good perfume. We wash our ass. We yeah. put on a skirt. We put on a yes. shirt. We do our hair. And now the thing is, like, the best bodysuit ever, which is, like, hell going to the bathroom in yes. because you got to find those buttons again. Like, it's just... It's, and when you're drunk and, like, you can't find the buttons and then you still got to pull your pants up. Like, it's just, like, a whole thing. The irony in these bodysuits. They snatch you, but they're the worst. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. I just, I feel like it takes away the joy of just meeting someone and be like, 
You look cute. I look cute. Let's just talk. Yeah. Let's get a Corona. Yes. Let's have a pickleback. Oh, Let's pickleback. Let's see if we can talk for 10 minutes without there being awkwardness. Yes. And hey, if not, you go to that side of the bar and I'll go to the other side of the bar. Right. And call it whatever it is. Right. Now, no. It's like, oh, I tried to say hello to this girl. She didn't want to give me her number, so I told her to go F off and, like... Yes! It's like... They take it so personal. Right. It's like, so on. weird. What happened to the real men out there? Yes. Will the real men please stand up? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it's just wild to me. And especially you being... In your 30s, mm -hmm. what would you say life is like in your 30s? Because I know you have your own home. Uh -huh. So, like, again, we need to reiterate. My girl uh -huh. Leslie does <laughs> not need a man. She wants a man. Uh -huh. Okay? Yes. So, with that being said, what would you say being 30, being a homeowner, like, what is it like to just, like, live alone? And, like, um, do you ever get home from work and you're like, someone left the coffee machine on it. Yeah, oh, fuck. I that, did. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, a lot of things are automated now. <laughs> Which, thank God. Because I'd be doing a lot more, I feel exactly. like. You know? I love my home. I love living by myself. But sometimes it's just like, can someone unload the dishwasher for me, please? Because I'm um, doing it all. Yes. You know? Um, yes. But also, like... You're like, where did all these dishes come yes, from? I There's know. only one person right. Why do I keep grabbing a new glass? <laughs> I can see that. Huh? Um, no, but it's, it's, it's good. But it's also a lot of work, especially if, you know, I want a clean home and all right. that. And I got kitties, and they can be demanding. But, um... I don't know. I rely on security cameras a lot. Yeah. For my safety. Which, listen, I'm in a relationship. I have a home, a daughter, and I have a security camera, so I'm with you on that. Yeah. The security camera is it's, for everybody in yeah, this era. It's, absolutely. It's a must. And being able to see it on your phone if, you know, you need to check something, like a package got delivered or, and it's you know, where it's standing there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Creepy. That would be hella creepy. Oh, my gosh. But that's the thing. Creepy um, shit happens every day. But, shit yeah. Crime. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that, that shit's scary. You have scorpions Um, but in Arizona. But let me tell you, my whole life in Arizona, I have never once witnessed a scorpion. Now there's going to be Wherever. Stop it. That's just, how the, that's just the way it goes. Uh-uh. I know. That's creepy. But, um, no, recently... I woke up in the middle of the night to scratching on my roof. And I was like, what the hell? That's not like a roof rat. No, I don't have a camera up there. No. Yes. <laughs> and at first I blamed my cat. And I was like, Ricky, stop it. And I like, I, you know, ripped the covers open. And, and I'm like going to the corner of my bedroom. And like, sure enough, Rocky is coming like in a sleepy eyed 
to me un from under the bed. And sure enough, there was some kind of mouse or some kind of critter on my roof. Oh, my and gosh. And, like, at that point, there was nothing I could do. No, you it was like, let it be. It was 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, I'm not done sleeping yet. You know? <laughs> what are you going to do? Go there with your broom? <laughs> yeah. So I found a long umbrella, and I started whacking the roof of my, like, bedroom. Oh, like, but it didn't really goodness. do anything. So it's just... You know, little just little things, things like that, that you, you kind of have to deal with. You know, before I met my boyfriend, I had a little era of um, roommates. And I think that's one thing is, like, when you do have roommates, it's always like, oh, it's just my roommate. It's just my roommate. Oh, So, like, when yeah. you do live alone, and especially, like, with you, you have cats. You're like, it's my cat. Like, uh -huh. whatever. When But when both of your cats are with you, you're like, okay. What? <laughs> what the hell is that? Yes. Um, yeah, no, uh -huh. I would literally be up there with, like, Sage, <laughs> Palo Santos, like, please, all the bad energy, get out of me, get Which, go away. You know, I I got now. Yes. So I'll plan to do that to my home shortly. It's wild, too, because when you welcome people in your home, you got to be aware of, like, their bad energy. And I know, okay, for some people who don't believe that, like, you do you, but I am very a big believer of, like... You welcome the energy into your home. So, like, if someone's in, like, a depressive mood or, like, it makes sense. bad energy, they bring that into your home. And sometimes, yeah. you know, again, my, you want to call it voodoo, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but it, I, I honestly feel that because, like, you do, you're susceptible to energies. And, like, when you were saying earlier, you're really about, like, feminine energy right now. And I mm -hmm. think that's very big and you should be. Because you should grab a hold of your own feminine energy and be like, you know what? I don't need this. I don't need that. I want this. Yeah. I want that. Mm -hmm. And when you make those two different um, distinctive, like, this is what I want. This is what I don't need. It may help you a little yeah. bit, you know? Mm -hmm. I always tell myself, I know that I can, I know that I can take care of myself no matter what. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I've done it before I can do it again but at the same time it's almost like I don't want to yeah so it's like finding that person yes that helps yes. you make taking care of your household yes. your personal energy kind of evens it out a little yes, bit the yeah balance yeah the balance that would, that would be nice sometimes I think of that and I like I live pretty affordably you know like my mortgage isn't um, terrible, but just to think of like, oh, what if I had like someone to split this with or like, oh yeah, you no, know, we groceries, let alone, you know? oh my gosh. But I mean, that's not like my motive. No. But the, right. th that's kind that of like perks. the goal, you know. Well, they would probably eat more, so yeah. you'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> you get the groceries. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is, though. It's a balance. It's a balance and. And that's the thing is, you know, um, there are, I just, I feel like there's people who are pro relationships and people who are against relationships. And I, I feel like what it is though, is through your own journey, you find whether or not you have the ability to move forward because you said you were on dating apps for 10 years. Yeah. How do you keep moving forward? It's hard. Yeah, I have to take breaks. 
There's no doubt about it. I and then not turned to be a lesbian yet. I, you know, the thought has crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but there is that one thing yes. that I'm like, you know, I do You're still missing. prefer that. <laughs> That's just me personally. They don't blame you. Know, you. That eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> My audience, that's the wine talking. <laughs> this is a PG thirteen. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I think that's the that's the hard part. Is like you know, men often say like, "Why are women like seeking other women?" Because you men don't show up anymore. Yeah. Like, to get you to take out the trash is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, come on. Us women, I just... And and I'm, I'm not meaning this about all men, and I'm not... Okay, I should take this back. I am a feminist, but at the same time, I love a man. Yes. Because of what yes. they bring to the home. Absolutely. And the security, and like... The DIYs, like, look at my beautiful office. Yes. My man did this for me. It's amazing. But I just, I feel like sometimes, and this isn't necessarily to everybody, but, like, some men can step up in yes. certain places. Yes. But when it comes to, like, dating, I feel like they're j- they don't present themselves yeah. in a bad way, you know? Like, uh-huh. either A, they're too, uh, like, abrasive, too upfront. Or they, they lack in certain areas, and you're like, but are you are you good in that area, or are you not? Like, I just, I don't know. I feel for you, my friend. I feel that every time you tell me about, like, a story, I'm like, oh, God, I don't know how you do it. I just, we need a whole another bottle of wine for probably this. probably will, yeah. <laughs> we yes. have one on deck, but <laughs> I just, it's just, it's crazy, you know, thinking of all of the things that you have to do alone, and. Who takes all your trash? Me, myself, and I. See, you are me, myself. Which you know, can I just give you a round of applause? You just redid your kitchen. Yes, all by yourself. Well, with your mom, with With your mom, mom. with your mom. um, Can't give her her credit. Yes, we redid my countertops. Had someone install those, of course, and then. Me and my mom did our my own backsplash. Right. It was a lot of work. It was I'm like sure. three or four weekends because we only worked on the weekends because we got a job during the week. Right. Um, but it was it was some like blood, sweat, and tears, like long days. Did you guys like, get to like any bickering matches? Um, no. Actually, no. That's yeah. Good. It was just like there were some mistakes and like we broke a few tiles trying to drill certain things right. and like almost um, changed up the pattern mistakenly, but then we caught it and had to redrill and like so. It was a process and um, but yeah, it's all done. I still have a little bit of like cleanup work where I need to touch up some paint and stuff, but. Yeah, it looks good. It's a completely different vibe, and I like. I'm excited to see. I it. leveled up. Mm-hmm. So wrapping up the podcast, I want to kind of just like hit again. So as an avid <laughs> dater, okay, what would you say would be a advice that you could give to other avid daters? Oh, gosh, that there's always going to be a jerk out there. I like that. Um, No matter how pretty you are, you know, it, like your attractiveness doesn't even matter. I feel like there's you're you're always going to deal with some kind of jerk. 
And, um... Well, you're not going to be attracted to everybody. No. Everyone's not going to find that your attractiveness. That is true. That is very true. But I would say, yeah, there's always going to be some hurtful comments. And, um, just trying to remind yourself and surround yourself with, um, people who care to kind of help you snap out of it and, like, realize that their opinion should not matter. Which, I like that. Which is easier said than done, but I think ultimately that's that's what it comes down to. And what would you say would be your number one advice, if you could give any on, because I know you just recently experienced it, but if you could give advice to anybody experiencing love bombing, get out what you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. Run! <laughs> Um, yes. I would say, like, um, if you feel something is off and, like, you shouldn't be feeling guilty about something, then you probably shouldn't. Right. And Trust your gut. Yeah. Trust, trust your gut. Trust your gut. Um, and also, like, just be aware of love bombing. I'm a little bit more, aware. yeah, and be, know you're and trust, trust yourself and be like. Now, what would you say, I sometimes feel like friends or family can kind of insert themselves when they do see something on the side. So just really quickly, what would you say, what would you recommend if, like if a loved one came to you and said, you know what, this is not good. I see something that you don't. I think you need to leave this person. What would you what would you say? I feel like I did experience that. And it was like I still wanted like I heard them out. I weren't wasn't like you know, um disagreeing with them. Like I right. understood their point, but at the same time I wasn't ready to give up. Um so just I think um, accepting that advice and, like, kind of putting it back in your back pocket mm-hmm. and, like, maybe carry on but ultimately make the decision for yourself. Right. Kind of, you know? And I feel like it's ultimately right. always a bad, a bad, you know? Because I feel like we make decisions based off of emotions where other yeah. people don't. Yeah. But I, I like that because sometimes, you know, our friends, families, loved ones can oftentimes be judgmental yeah instead of seeing like hey yes you saw them in a bad moment yeah but that's not how they are on a 90 percent like you yeah. know maybe five ten percent of them and I often feel like that's why some people don't talk about their relationships enough is because we all have bad moments and we yeah. all have bad situations and I I read a quote lately is in what it was was a bad moment doesn't make for a bad person. Oh, yeah. It's just nice. a bad moment yeah. so, or a bad decision. And yeah. in that case, you know, um, we have to give each other grace on our experiences. And I remember when you were going through what you went through and, um, you know, it, you never want to tell somebody, I told you so. Yeah. Or, hey, I saw that. Why didn't you see that? Yeah. It's more like when the person has that aha moment or that epiphany. We're there for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's important. Exactly. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Basically, girlfriends, don't online date. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got thick skin. Yes. <laughs> Get yourself out there. Go dancing. Yeah. Talk to a cowboy. <laughs> uh-huh. Do what you got to do. But 
Anyways, we just wanted to thank you so much for continuously following us. And I know we had a little bit of a change up, but please just bear with us and you will love all that has to come. And thank you so much again from the Gossip Chronicles with Thank us. you so much for having me. This yes. was a very fun and I would love to come back sometime. You are so welcome. Now let's go finish this bottle yes. of wine. Thank you. Thank you, friends, for listening to another episode of The Gossip Chronicles with Jen. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at the.gossipchronicles. And also, please make sure to subscribe to wherever it is you listen to your podcast so that you'll get an alert when the next one drops. Also, if you love what you're hearing, please make sure to spread the love and send it to family and friends. And also, slide into the DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you want to discuss, if you have questions for me. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next one.